up the book of Exodus today. I am going to close the door on preaching through Exodus this year. So we're in Exodus chapter 40. So if you want to turn there. I feel like the Lord has already spoken a lot to you. Have you heard God speaking to you? Yeah? Well, that's, there's one. <laughs> there's two, three. Thank you. Uh, yeah, God is, God is speaking. He doesn't, he doesn't wait for the sermon to speak. Just, so if you're at our church and you wait for the sermon to hear God, then you've waited a lot. You've waited an hour and 20 minutes too long. You can hear from him, too, in the word, of course, but he's always speaking. So be listening to the Lord. So here's the, the end of Exodus, and I know we read this a couple weeks ago, but we're, we're just going to finish up here and make a kind of wrap this, wrap this uh, journey up that we've been on uh, in the book of Exodus this year. So uh, Holy Spirit, we invite you to open the word. Exodus 40, verse 34, and it says, Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting, And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses could not enter the tent because the cloud had settled on it. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. In all the journeys of the Israelites, whenever the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, they would set out. But if the cloud did not lift, they did not set out until the day it lifted. So the cloud of the Lord was over the tabernacle by day and the fire was in the cloud by night in the sight of all the Israelites during all their journey or as it says there, throughout all the stages of their journey. That's really what I want to highlight today is this. Through every stage of your journey, you are being led. Now whether you follow or not, that's up to you. But just as the, the people of God were led through the wilderness, they were led out of slavery, they were led to, you know, through the Red Sea, through the miraculous time, they were, they were led into the desert to be tested. Yep. You know when it said Jesus, it said when Jesus started His ministry, it says the Holy Spirit led Him into the desert to be tempted by the devil. Will God lead you into testing? Well, according to the Bible, yes. Do you want to believe something else? Then no. But this is true. He will lead you to be tested. Will you follow? I mean, Jesus had a choice, right? Does anybody ever know that Jesus really had a choice? He was a real real human. He didn't just appear human. He wasn't just, he didn't just have like a, you know, a a holographic body, you know. He actually was 100% human and 100% God. So that means he had a choice. So when the Holy Spirit says, I'm leading you to the desert, he had a choice whether he was going to go. And we have a choice too. And it says the people of God had a choice. They, They had a choice to follow where he led through every stage of their journey. I love the end of this section. It says, you know, they were building the tabernacle. If you haven't, if you haven't been here last week, we've talked a little bit about the tabernacle and how it relates to Jesus, how it relates to us, and, and several of those things. Um, but at the end of it all, it says that, that the presence of God shows up. 
That was really the point. The tabernacle was in the center, as I've said last few weeks, that it was the center point of everything they did was the presence of God. And God is always inviting us to live in that place. He's giving us a picture of what it, what it looks like to walk with Him is where He's at the center. Where I'm not at the center. Where I, where I reset myself. It's, you know, it's maybe it's also why Jesus said, hey, let's, let's keep coming back here and remember this. We need to remember that Jesus is the priority and because Jesus gave it all. That Jesus gave everything and He is Lord. Because He's Lord, I follow Him. If He's not Lord, then don't follow Him. But if He is Lord, then we should follow Him. It says, in all their journeys, through every stage of their journey, whenever the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, which was what? What was the cloud representing? It was the presence of God. They had the cloud of of the cloud by day and, and the fire in the cloud by the night, right? But if the cloud did not lift, they did not set out. Have you ever done something without the Lord? <laughs> the dumb question. Okay. Who is this preacher? <laughs> Have you ever like looked back and go, oh, you weren't, you weren't in this? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Uh, are you coming, God? You know, you know how he answers that question? Like that. <laughs> He's like, I, I, didn't, I didn't say I was following you. <laughs> Sometimes we'd like God to follow us, right? You know, I have a plan. I've got plans. I've got things that I want to do, right? But here's the thing. It's never going to bear fruit if God doesn't first lead me into it. I mean, it can be a great idea. I mean, a couple of ladies before Ashley, I, was, I had a plan. I was getting married. And she was the one. And we decided to get married. Twice? No, just once with her. <laughs> we didn't, just for the story, just to set the record straight. <laughs> you are correct, brother. Thank God. <laughs> God was still back there, and I said, I have a plan, and I'm going to go forward with this plan. And I, guess what? That hurt. No, there's no way around it. It hurt. I mean, I, it's my own fault. Well, it's her fault, too. <laughs> Nobody laughed at that one. <laughs> But I went out on my own. And guess, I mean, it's not, it's not a very fun place to be. I mean, have you ever done that? I mean, if you're really a, like a follower of Jesus, like you know, right? When you, when you, get, you get a little ways out, and you're like, uh-oh. God is not in this. This is just me. And so what you simply need to do is return yourself to center. 
Come back to the, come back to the center and say, okay, God, I'm realigning myself with you. What, what are you saying? I'm going to wait here until you set out. I mean, there are times when those, those people probably got up in the morning and they're like, aren't we, aren't we, are we still just going to sit here in this desert? And the cloud is not lifting. And Moses is like, we're not going anywhere without him. And some of the people are like, I'm hot. This is, you know, what is the manna? Does it show up tomorrow? I've got enough for today. I mean, can't we see something new? I need some new scenery here. You ever find yourself in a place where you're like, are, are we just going to sit here forever, God? <laughs> but here's the thing about the Lord's leading. The Lord has a plan. He has a plan. And we have to trust the plan. Are you willing to trust His plan if it means you have to wait? Are you willing to trust His plan if He says, we're not going there yet? That's hard. It's hard when you want something. We're not even talking about bad things. Was the promised land a good thing? Absolutely. But God says, not yet. We're not going there yet. Maybe you're not ready yet. You think you're ready? I'm ready to get married. (laughs) I was ready at like a very young age. (laughs) I wasn't ready. And Ashley definitely wasn't ready. (laughs) Uh, For those of you that are guests, she's a lot younger than me. Couldn't tell. Um, Sometimes you have to wait until his plan works out. His plan is better. His plan is better. But are you willing to wait there until the day he says now? Because not only does God have a plan, he has timing. There's always an until. (laughs) There's an until. It says, so they waited until until the day it lifted. Not the day before. Not the day after. We've also, we've all done this, right? Where God says, do this, and we're like, "Uh, oh, now? (laughs) You want to do that right now? You want me to talk to my neighbor right now? Like, it's not even Outreach October. We just started. (laughs) You want me to apologize to my wife now? (laughs) Yes, he does. (laughs) So there's a a timing with the Lord. When you're following Him, there's a time for everything. And he He has a plan, and He has a timing, and He has a purpose. You know, the purpose for the, for the people of God in, in, the, in the book of Exodus was to prepare them to get into the promised land. But when they got into the promised land, what was going to happen? Anybody read the book of Joshua? They had to fight for it. It was, it was, it was given to them, but they had, to, they had to take hold of it. They, again, had to trust God. They had to, they had to do what He said. They had to follow His plan. And when they didn't follow it, it was bad. It didn't work. 
No matter how many, you know, they had an army and then it worked one time, but then it didn't work the next time because guess what? They weren't following him. And the plan for us now, of course, one of the plans of God is to make us look like Jesus. That we are being conformed to the image of Jesus. And in, when you are being conformed to the image of Jesus, guess what? You're gonna, it's, there's going to be some changes. There's going to be some transformation. There's going to be some, some... It's going to hurt sometimes. Because you don't look like Him yet. There's things that have to be let go of. There's things that have to be broken off of our lives. There's things that have to be taken care of. There's mindsets that have to be changed. There's perspectives that have to die in order to say that I am, I am sold out to Jesus. I am, I am committed to what His plan is in my life. You know, Romans 8 and 14 is a, is a, is a great scripture. It says, Those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. That every single day, the Lord is leading you. You have to believe that. You have to believe that you're going to be led by God. You have to believe, if, if you are a child of God, if you're not giving your heart to Jesus, you can do that today. I'd love for you to do that today. Now's a good day to give your heart to Jesus if you've never done that. But once you do... You're a new creation. You're now a child of the King of Kings. And that means that you can hear the voice of God and you can be led by the Spirit of God because those who are led by the Spirit are children of God. So if you're a child, guess what? You're being led by Him. He is leading you somewhere. There is, there is a progression going on in your life. There is something that is happening. You may think there's nothing happening, but there is something happening. It might be waiting, but that is something that He is doing in your life to say you're going to wait. I find that those of us that like to go, God likes to make us wait. And those of us that like to just wait and be comfortable, God makes us go. <laughs> Have you noticed that? So what, whichever side of the, the can, you, you know, whichever side of the, the thing you're on, it's like, well, I like to just be comfortable. That's me. I would love every day to be the same thing. I could do the same thing over and over again. Ask my wife how boring I am. But some of y'all, it's new every day. <laughs> Why do it the same way when you can do it differently, Right? But we have to learn, doesn't matter what our personality is, what, doesn't matter what our preference is, doesn't matter what we are comfortable with, we need to learn to be led by the Spirit of God. You know, I love the story of Jesus and when, he's, when He turns the water into wine. And there's a wedding. This is John chapter 2. If you've never heard it before, you can read it later. John chapter 2. And it, and it says that they were at a wedding. There's, they ran out of wine. And there's a big problem because in that culture, that was, a, that was an issue. Um, and so then Jesus, his mother, comes to him and says, they've run out of wine. And Jesus says, well, you know, my time has not come yet. I'm not, I'm not, this is not my time. And then his mother says this. Do whatever he tells you. And so these, then Jesus, here's what happened right then. This is what I believe happened. Right then, the Holy Spirit told Jesus, now. 
now. Because Jesus said, I only do what I see my Father doing. So Jesus in his humanity, sometimes he was limited. He didn't know the whole future of everything that was going to happen at every moment because he had a human brain too. And so he says, my time's not here yet. But as soon as she said, do whatever he says, now is the time. Because then Jesus spoke and said, fill those jars up. Fill the jars up. And it's the same way in our lives. There's a time when it's a now time, and then guess what? Do whatever he says. He may tell you to do something that doesn't make sense. I can guarantee, man, the, those servants had some faith. That's all I got to think. It says the servants filled up the jar. They says they just did it. I mean, they're like, okay. <laughs> and then they said, now let's draw it out and take it to the head, the master of the, the, the wedding. I mean, this is the head guy. We're not going to like sip it in the corner and say, did, did anything happen? Does it look different? <laughs> Can anybody see these, these stone jars or whatever? Or like, does, did it change color? I don't know. I don't know when it changed. The Bible doesn't say. I kind of think it changed when they drew it out. <laughs> when they took that step of faith and said, okay, God, I'm going to believe. I'm just going to do what you say, Jesus. And as soon as we do what Jesus says, guess what? That's where the miracles happen. That's where the supernatural happens. It might be that you're able to supernaturally forgive. It might be that you are, see a supernatural healing. But whatever it is, you might have your joy return. That's supernatural. You might have peace in your life that you never had for a long time. And it's like, boom, right in that moment when God says, hey, do this, and you step into it and you do it, boom, the miracle happens. Because you did what He said. Because you're being led by the Spirit of God. You, he is leading you somewhere. He is doing something in your life. He is speaking to you each and every day. If you don't ask the Lord to speak to you every day, I invite you to do that. Just get up in the morning and say, Lord, help me hear you. Help me follow you. Like we said a couple weeks ago, you can pray every morning. Holy Spirit, fill me up. Fill me, Holy Spirit, for today. Let me be full of what you want to do. Let me be led by you. Let me, let me hear you. Are you going to do it perfectly every day? Probably not. I haven't seen anybody yet that's done it perfectly. But I've sure seen some ones that have their hearts turned toward God. And guess what? They end up being led to places and things that are amazing. It may not be huge. It may not look, be something that are like, oh, hey, this is, this is the best thing that's ever happened. No, but it's still a God moment. Any moment that's led by Him to something and you obey Him is a God moment. That's a miracle. The Bible says don't despise the, the day of small things. Sometimes God wants to trust you with just something little. Are you willing to trust Him with just a little bit? Just this little thing, I'm going to trust you in this. I mean, what happened with the, with the guy that only had the one, the one talent, right? Said so Jesus came and gave them, it was money, by the way. Talents are money. Anyway, that's a pet peeve of mine. Um, <laughs> Jesus gave them money, and one got ten, and... What, one got, no, one got five, one got two, and one got one. 
And the one that got one, it says, the one that got five said, let's, let's do something with this, God. And it says it doubled, it multiplied. And the one that got two said, let's do something with this, God. And it doubled, and it got, he got four. And then the one, it says they, they were afraid. They were afraid, so they just hid it and said, this, this isn't much, so I better just hide it. And so I, I don't know if there's just some of you are like, man, God, this is not that big of a deal. Then guess what? No, it is a big deal. If he gave it to you, it's a big deal. If he said, this is what you're supposed to do right now, it's a big deal. You're like, nobody's seeing it, God. It, you, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not that big of a deal. Yes, it's a big deal because Jesus said, this is what I'm entrusting to you. It may not even be what you want. I mean, do you think the guy that got one wanted one? That's what I always, don't you think about these things? Read the Bible sometimes. <laughs> or you're just like, okay, not like me. But you know where you're just like, the guy that got one, I mean, some of us, some of us have this personality, right? We've been saying, hey, excuse me. <laughs> like, we don't even wait till later. Like, you know those people that like do it in the moment and everybody else says, awkward. <laughs> hey, why did that guy get five? <laughs> You know, kids do that, right? Our, our kids do it. Wait a second. This is an unfair alert. <laughs> unfair. My, my, my unfair alarm, my, my shaft alarm, that's what I like to call it. The shaft meter is going off <laughs> right now. They got something I didn't. Sometimes God likes to test us and say, guess what? I'm going to give somebody else more and give you just one. What are you going to do with it? Ouch. I can't. Quit preaching this message to myself. <laughs> because I can say, man, if I, only, if I only had more, if I only had this, if I only had that, but what did he give you? Jesus said, if you're faithful with little, you'll be faithful with much. So it doesn't matter how little it is. If it's from Jesus, it's holy. Oh, it's, it's important. You're like, oh, it's just, just, my, just this one person that I pray for. Then pray for that person. Like they're the most important person in the entire world. Like God actually deposited their life right into your hands and said, here, you are entrusted with caring for and praying for this one person. And you're not going to go hide them and say, oh, this is not that big of a deal. I'm just going to cover this up for a while and see what happens. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take whatever it is from the Lord. I'm going to say, God, this is yours. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this like this is, like I am holding the, the most valuable thing in my hands right now. And I'm going to trust you and I'm going to follow you with it. And if you're faithful with little, sometimes he'll give you more. <laughs> Jesus also told a parable, it said, you know, where they actually took it away to the one that had the most. And everybody said, hey, wait a second, that guy's already got a lot. And Jesus said, no, that's fine. He's To the one who has, has more will be given. He's being faithful, so I'm going I'm to keep giving them. I'm going to keep giving her this because they've been faithful. And so I'm going to entrust them with this. And so don't despise the day of small things. Because he has a purpose, he has a timing, he has a plan, and He is leading you into it, and you can trust Him. 
And to me, that wraps up this journey because really this was a journey in this book of Exodus. This was a journey of the people where they are being prepared to enter in to the promised land. There's a whole lot of stuff that has to happen. I'm not preaching through the book of Numbers, I don't think. (laughs) Felicia just got her eyes really wide. Oh my gosh, that's what I would think too. We're skipping the first few chapters. (laughs) Somebody smarter than me can preach through the genealogies. But this is the whole, at the end, we're wrapped up. They've got the presence of God and they're following God. If you break down the Christian life, man, to one of its simplest things is you have the presence of God and you follow Him. That's it. If you do that, you're going to be rocking and rolling. You're going to be doing exactly, you're going to be seeking first the kingdom of God and then all these things will be added unto you. But you can trust Him to lead you. And you can trust that you will be led. Thank you, Lord. Well, let's, let's, let's close. If you want to stand up, thank you, Lord. Let's change our position. Holy Spirit, thank you for leading us. Lord, I, I pray right now, Lord, I, I, just, I just sense that there's, there's some in this room, maybe it's just one who's like, man, I just, I just don't have much. Oh, I just don't have much. God, we, do, we just thank you for, for pushing back that lie. For pushing back that lie that said, this is not important. For pushing back the lie that says, I, I'm, not, I'm not important. Maybe, maybe that's the thing, is, is the ultimately, is we, we judge the value of ourselves by what we see in others and how much more they have. But right now, God is saying to you, no, you are important. You are valuable. And I am trusting you with this because you are the right person to be entrusted with it. And Father, I pray for anyone who's saying, man, I just, I don't even know how to follow Him. Lord, I just thank You for teaching us. Thank You, Holy Spirit, that it says You will guide us. The Bible says You will guide us into all truth. The Holy Spirit will guide us. And so You are, you are guiding us. We can believe right now, I am being guided by God. I am being led by the Lord. I am being led by the Holy Spirit of God. And so help us believe that. Help us receive that, God. Help us live that. Help us trust you. And for any of us who are in a season of waiting, God, help us to wait for your time. Jesus said to his brothers when they came to him, any time's good for you. <laughs> but there is a perfect timing for God. And he, is, he has you in the place He has you. He knows what He's doing. Just trust Him. So, Father, we choose to trust You. We thank You for Your, your kindness and the power of the Holy Spirit in us that You have not left us alone, that we can be led by You. So help us do that, God. Help us do it in the little things. And, Lord, when we get to that big thing, we'll be able to leap leap into that leap of faith, Lord, with confidence, with peace, with all that risk, God, we're going we're gonna to go forward in you. And so I thank you for doing that in these lives of these ones today. We welcome your leadership, Holy Spirit. We welcome you, you to lead us. We choose to follow you, God. We choose to follow you instead of all the other voices that are trying to get our attention. We choose to follow your voice. 
In Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Thank you, Lord. If you need prayer, come on up. Come on up. We got some, we'll have some leaders up here. I want to pray for healing. I want to pray for you if you need salvation, if you need something, God provide for you, whatever it is. Uh, we invite you to come forward and receive prayer before you go. How come nothing How could I David did in the Bible, we commend our souls tonight. So come on, my soul. Oh, don't you get shy. Lift up your song. You got lying inside your
Okay. 